Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Out of the studio and into the wild. For better or for worse. Yeah, man, like I'm at now on Freaky Friday or something, man. And you know this, man. Time to go hard and go on. It's the perfect way to jumpstart the weekend. It's Dukes and Bell, live at Twin Peaks, Kennesaw. Stop on by and say, hey, man. As Dukes and Bell get the conversation started with you on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Now, here's Dukes and Bell. Hey, man. Happy Friday. Hope you're having a great day. We certainly are. We're out here at Twin Peaks, Kennesaw. And you heard the man. We have been let out into the wild. Yes. And uh, we got a nice crowd at the bar, man. A lot of folks hanging out. Guys checking out our Hey Man Ale for the first time. Always a special time in a boy's life. And ladies as well. So come on down. It's ice cold on tap. Caleb Williams is going to be more than likely the first pick in this draft. But as we saw, uh, he spoke to the media. He did not work out. He's not going to work out, Mike. Hmm. Uh, and then today we talked about this, and a guy hit us up. Are you all crazy? Harrison may be the best player in this draft, which is number one. It was why he'll be gone at eight. Right. But number two, to Mike's point, guys, we just can't. We, we cannot take yeah. a receiver. At, if he's sitting there at eight, okay, we got to have a discussion. But even then, I'm going to be very leery, Mike, because I, I feel like we got to address some of these nuts and Right. And I know that a lot of our audience, if if now, if we're able to get a free agent pass rusher in here, whether that's Brian Burns, if Hunter becomes. And by the way, the uh, Vikings cut Addison, their they running did. back today. Yep. One of their running backs to create more cap space because they've got a three-headed monster between Justin Jefferson, Hunter, and obviously trying to retain Kirk Cousins, which some media feel he's never leaving Minnesota. They won't let him leave. But, uh, yeah, I... I get it. If you brought hypothetically a Kirk Cousins in, you could say, and we brought, for guys who missed the show yesterday, the 2016 business model was a young defense that was going to take advantage of our offense scoring 30 points a game. And you could do that if you put a real stud opposite Drake London and, and with Pitts, a healthy Pitts. Yeah. I, but you still got to protect your quarterback. Yeah. I just, I thought last year, you know, again, we, we this is reminiscing of things that didn't happen, but I thought last year this offense would be better. Um, and it wasn't, but now we know why. And so you've got to fix that, that mechanism that makes the offense go. But yes, that, that is the key. I don't think you have to do as much on defense if your offense is scoring 30 a game. I just don't. And you know, this year the chiefs won the Super Bowl. guys, do you know what they averaged on the season? 17 points a game. 17 points again. And think about how bad the Chiefs look going through, like, uh, November and December when nobody could catch a pass. 
Correct. You know what I mean? Well, they it's, had the most drops in the league. Mike. Yeah, and remember the, the loss to Buffalo. You think about, like, you know, just the Raider loss. was That's amazing. That's why you talk about coaching and just getting clutch and finding the way. But still, I got to go edge rush. The only offensive piece I'd be willing to concede at eight would be an offensive lineman. If you feel you really – if you go for a pocket passer, you've got to upgrade a parts of, the, a parts of your line. All right, guys. Trading down, we mentioned on Thursday – or, sorry, Wednesday, maybe. I don't know if that's in Terry Fontenot's DNA. We're going to find out. Can you trade down and get and pick up a second rounder because you're going to not get the compensatory pick? And if you go with Fields, you're going to lose your second round pick anyway. Yeah. Something to think about. Just if it makes sense. I right. mean, you know, again, the trade down thing is it sounds great in theory. But you need another team to do it. It does sound great. But you you got to do it if, it, if it's right. right. 404-726-0929 is our Solomon Brothers Diamond text line. Plenty of you commenting on uh, lots of things that are going on today as we were talking about uh, Dallas Turner. Freak. Athletically. Showed out yesterday in his combine workout running a 4-4-7. And uh, people are already saying, he's the next Michael Parsons. I'm not going there yet. Uh, as far as the conversation with who you would take, if we had a chance to get one of these edge guys, I'm going with Jared Verse. And we started the show talking about that today. Brian McFadden came on. He agreed with us. The tape doesn't lie. And I just don't feel like it's so funny because I said this to Mike yesterday. I was like, this Dallas Turner, man, the numbers don't add up to how athletically freakish he is. Right. You know, and Mike was like, okay, but you've been a verse guy all season yes. long. I, I mean, because I've seen him every week, and I know that, you know, edge rushers and defensive linemen will occasionally take plays off, and Florida State has a rich tradition, Carl, of business decisions going <laughs> to an NFL career. I had a Georgia fan who said, nah, man, I was, talk- I was specifically talking about Braden Fisk. He goes, if he was a leader, he'd have played again. Will you stop with the Orange Bowl? There was no reason for anybody who had an NFL future to play for Florida State at that point because they got screwed by the system. No, they, they, and that's it. It was useless. I mean, there's nothing gained. There's nothing gained there. I mean, yes, in a perfect world, everybody plays the bowl game. Well, and, if it was next yes, year, Mike, and they're in yes, the twelve, correct? It's different. But this year, there, there was no reason to. But th- that doesn't negate the fact these guys are physical, and I think versus he's everything we'd be looking for here. And I think the guys you, we said earlier, smaller school to a bigger school has got the fire. Well, yeah, man, he's got the, the, the. Here's the deal: guys that have had to grind. I love those guys. I love guys that didn't didn't get, uh, a, you know, a, a free ticket, Mike, because they were a five star. And they got treated like kings before they ever accomplished anything. This guy had to work for everything he's gotten. Mm. I love guys like that on my team. So that's verse. I'm not saying Dallas Turner won't be a good player, but that's the difference when you start talking about guys that grind and get there. By the way, a couple of guys hitting us up saying, you guys have mentioned Kirk Cousins. Again, it started with Zach Klein hearing up. Again, don't kill the messenger. We just discussed. We discussed everybody. The only guy we, we, we did talk a little bit about, uh, again, Baker Mayfield. We discussed Russell Wilson a few weeks ago. But the Kirk Cousins thing's got people hot because it was one of the hot rumors. A couple guys asking us, how would we even get him to play this year because he got out, the Achilles injury happened eight weeks yeah. in to last year. So when is he going to be out and available to play for us, knowing that we may release Heineke for some cap considerations? And then you're telling me you're going to go get another journeyman, like, a, I don't know, a, a Hoyer or somebody of that ilk to play for the first few weeks. Does that make sense? Well, you got then that Kirk Cousins contract needs to be prorated off Correct. that forty-five million he's talking about. Correct. Yeah, we said yesterday three years, ninety million. That's a round figure. It makes sense. It cuts down on the average annual per year if you were going to do it. And by the way, maybe the Falcons, Mike, on their big whiteboard, have put Kirk Cousins' name up there and said Achilles. No, no. Well, maybe guess, they've I, done that. And that's the thing, guys. We may not even be in the mix. But if you just do, if you want to try to add, you know, little pieces, put them all together. Zach Robinson told us about how much he respected Matthew Stafford's game, pocket passer, play action. 
That's the Rams' offense. That's not dual threat necessarily. No, it's not. But you need playmakers in this league. And I think if you ask Zach, they're going to take the best playmaker at quarterback. Yes, it's great if he can be a pocket passer, but you need playmakers, man. When plays break down, you got you got to have somebody as Patrick Mahomes, mm-hmm. a guy that can just make plays, and and that is where the NFL is right now. All right, guys, it's Dukes and Bell. We're live in Kennesaw. Let's get to an NFL blitz. Welcome to the NFL. With news and notes from around the league, this is NFL Blitz on Dukes and Bell. Let's hear from Tony Pauline. I wanted to play this for you earlier, and this is what he said about Dallas Turner on the morning shift this morning. If you watch Dallas Turner as a freshman. He was a real good linebacker, off-the-ball linebacker, playing in space, in coverage, you know, making plays sideline to sideline. He still did a little bit of that last year, but it was basically up at the line of scrimmage, off the edge. He's an explosive athlete. Explosive athlete, mm-hmm. but I get the sense Tony Pauline kind of feels like I do. What, where was the major impact? And the guy hit me up. He goes, Dukes, man, look at his numbers this year. Look at his numbers combined over the three years he was there at Alabama. 22 sacks in three seasons. If you're going to go head-to-head with Burris, 18 sacks in two seasons. Yeah, I, I just I, – I feel like he should have been more dominant. And that's just where I am. But Tony right. Pauline saying, listen, he's an explosive player. We know that because of the numbers that he put up at the combine. Also, my guy's talking about what's going on around the league. Omar Khan is the general manager for the Steelers. We keep hearing they may be in the mix for a quarterback. Here's what he said about Kenny Pickett. I, I have full faith in, uh, in, in Kenny. Um, He's shown us some good things, and obviously there were some issues with the offense, and I'm excited about the impact that, that Arthur Smith's going to have on him. You know, Arthur's very optimistic about Kenny, and um, you know, I know they've communicated and um, said we'll, we'll have uh, some strong competition there, and uh, we'll see where it goes. Yeah, there was an article in the Pittsburgh Post because that last week that said they weren't going to bring any real bona fide threat to pick it, which, okay. Um, Mason Rudolph is still you know, potentially going to be on another team. Then you get into... Can he do with Tannehill with Pickett? Talk about Arthur Smith. What we thought we were getting here, he just couldn't work with Ritter. <laughs> Whether the offense is too complicated or everything else that went down, Ritter's mistakes, you're trying to get a guy who fixed Ryan Tannehill to fix Pickett. I think Arthur Smith is going to be better in Pittsburgh. Mike, you learn from your mistakes. Right. Whatever he did here, and we don't know. We have no idea behind closed doors. I think he'll be better in Pittsburgh, and if Kenny Pickett can live up to it, this will be one of the storylines in the season. It will no, be something that we talk narrative. about. We'll see, Art. We'll see. <laughs> but I think that's that's my guess, Mike. Right. You don't do whatever you did here to help improve. And and here's the other part. We all want to blame Arthur Smith. Maybe maybe Desmond Ritter just didn't get it. I mean, this maybe is, Desmond Ritter. Right. I don't. It's easy to just say the coach, and we get it. Some of those play calls were right. silly, and we understand that. But the other side of it is, Mike, and I always say this: at some point, when the ball's hiked, right. and you've got to make a decision. That's on the quarterback. Right. Well, I mean, it's the argument I've, I've said at times about, you know, Justin Fields. But is it because that team was so dysfunctional? This team was a decent team. Decent team. You know, our defense let us down a few times, but we lost four or five games, guys, because the quarterback made some really boneheaded mistakes that you cannot forgive. Red zone turnovers, Carl, are inexcusable. Any coach will tell you that. And that's something I think fans just have selective amnesia on this one. Hey, we spoke about Marvin Harrison Jr. skipping media availability, which has never happened, Carl, for projected top 15 pick. Uh, Chris Carter defended Harrison on social media saying, hey, he's probably getting with the medical people. But that wasn't the case. Uh, So a lot of folks are saying, oh, what's this mean? Well, it still means he's the best wide receiver in the draft. He doesn't have time to monkey around. Yeah, I, and which which will rub some personnel people. The of wrong course, way. it will because it's about respect. Like right. you've been invited, you're one of the top players to to be Max Point. Show up, 
talk to the people, interview. You don't have to work out, but be there. And some guys will take that one way or another. Now, how that it, it plays out in their evaluation when it's all said and done, are you telling me draft night there's somebody in the GM's ear going, he didn't show up at the combine, we shouldn't pick him. Nobody's that dumb. Right. The other thing is uh, with, with Harrison, you know, you know what you're getting. We've already talked about it. You've, you've seen the skills. They're there. Funnier thing today was Caleb Williams in front of the media, and they asked him, some guy, what, are you afraid to compete, not thrown at the combine? <laughs> and he answered the question. I would have told the guy, yeah, uh, I'm projected number one. The only thing that can happen for me throwing here is my value goes down because I'm throwing to some jerk from western Michigan. Right? Yeah. And I don't like it, but I understand. I don't like it, but I understand it. You know what I mean? Why throw to guys you have no rhythm? You go to your pro day and the ball will never hit the ground, right? It, yeah, it doesn't. At USC. Yeah, it doesn't hurt Caleb. And Caleb, by the way, I said to Mike, he's very well prepped uh, in answering all of these questions. He's been great at the combine as far as doing his press conference and answering all the questions. NFL Blitz brought to you by our friends at Priority Men's Medical Centers. Check them out at PriorityMensMedical.com. Uh, can we hear real quick, Antonio Pierce says, Mike, he doesn't want to band-aid a quarterback for the Raiders. Who? I would hope whoever we draft, that's the route we go. If that's who the starter becomes, you know. And, if it, again, I'll go back if it's Aiden or if it's somebody we draft or we bring in. You don't want to put a band-aid at that position. Uh, that's, that's old, man. That's old. That's, I think the Raiders, we've seen that enough in this organization. And I know we had Derek Carter for a bunch of years. But, you know, after, before him and after him, it's been a bunch of one-stop guys. And I'm with him. No that, Band-Aid. And that's why I, I See, think. See, this is our issue, though. Some, I don't want a Band-Aid either. Some people feel if Fields can't reassert himself here and you're on to picking a quarterback the next year, if Kirk Cousins comes in and doesn't live up to what he's been doing the last three, four years, 115 touchdowns, including just eight games last year. If he can't step up, you're right back to square one. And that's, you know, Antonio Pierce has seen Buster's man. Carr tapped yep. out because of McDaniels. They bring in Garoppolo, who's a bum. And now you're, you're sitting here trying to find the QB. They are, they're still linked, by the way, to Justin Fields. I know. I know. Uh, it is Dukes and Bell, guys. We got a lot more to talk about, including Drake May, Jaden Daniels addressing the Falcons. They spoke with our team. They had interviews with them. Do you like either one of these guys as our potential pick in this draft? Because they could potentially be there. We're going to get into that and much more coming up on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. We are going to give you a chance to win 21 Savage tickets. American Dream Tour. He's got a bunch of special guests with him Saturday, June 15th at Lakewood Amphitheater. Tickets on sale today, 10 a.m. at Live Nation. They went on sale, and you can get them, and we've got them free for you. Stay right. tuned, and you'll have a chance to win some tickets. Uh, we're live at Twin Peaks, by the way, Kennesaw location. Come on out and hang out with us. A lot of guys out here hanging out, enjoying uh, their lunchtime, Mike. And most of these guys, as we say, are not going back to work. No, we got a guy behind us on the computer. Looks like he's being uh, pretty earnest. At least, you know, he's trying to get some work done. Most of the guys at the bar. Who's going back to work, by the way? Who's going back to work today? That's what I like to hear. Yeah, yeah nobody. That's right. Nobody. Tell the boss, yeah, I'm up here in, uh, hi, what? See, no coverage. <laughs> <laughs> got, a, got a sales call yeah, up here in, in Rome. I can't hear you, man. So, yeah, we appreciate you coming down and join the party, pal. We'll be here till 7. Our buddy uh, Chris, our usual producer, Chris Thomas, he's working the night shift tonight. So he'll be out from 7 to 10. All right. Uh, let's hear, Mike, from Drake May. This is North Carolina's quarterback. I don't know how you got him ranked, okay? For me, it is Williams, Daniels, May. Me too. I, I'm also suffering from classic Trubisky syndrome. All right. And then everybody else, meaning yeah. Bo Nix, uh, J.J. McCarthy, 
Who else? No, who, no, who else? no. Michael Penix, yes. right? The, the, they're the next tier, okay? Right. For me, I do think these three guys, we're talking about Williams, May, and Daniels, and not in that order, we'll see, are going to be first-round picks. But Drake May did interview with our Falcons, and I want you to hear what he said in regards to having that interview. And T.J. Yates, for those right. of you who don't know, is our new quarterbacks coach. Now, Yates was on the staff. Mike, again, this is where he probably should have been, but when Arthur Smith is here and he's calling the plays, Yates right. is in a different role. So be it. This is Drake May. Yeah, with the Falcons. Shoot, Atlanta, I was really impressed. You know, obviously T.J. Yates, you know, North Carolina guy's quarterback coach. Um, so that, that was my first interview of the of the combine here. So it made it easy, you know, being with the North Carolina guy. And, uh, you know, Coach Morris is, uh, you know, congratulating him. He was you know, a new head coach. So I thought Atlanta, with Atlanta went well. There you go. So Megan the Rounds, a lot of guys, you said the cops are anywhere from, depending on who you speak with, Carl, a Justin Herbert type. Yes. Although some guys, and I know that it was uh, Merrill Hodge who didn't like his arm strength. So he doesn't have elite athleticism and arm strength. Wes Durham said, I don't know. He didn't know what video he was watching. Uh, he thought that, you know, he does check all those boxes. Some guys compared to a slightly smaller version of Josh Allen. Yeah, I, I listen, kid 6'4", 230, okay? That's right. a prototypical quarterback size, right? right? When you start talking about the NFL – um, and, and some of these guys, you, you don't realize how big they are until you walk up on them. Like Cam Newton, for example, who we'll talk about, who apologized for that whole incident that happened yeah. with the youth football camp. But but these guys, he's a big kid, 6'4", 230. Mike, the thing about Drake May is you look at his team and his overall production. You said this, junior year, right, or two, year, two seasons right. ago, was way better than this year. And so you say, well, what does he do well? He's a great athlete. He's big. Right. He can make all the throws. Very good arm strength, but not overwhelming. And no. what I mean by that is that's what you're hearing from a lot of these guys when right. they're criticizing, well, listen, he can throw outside the pocket, but is it Caleb Williams? No, it's not. Right. Who was it uh, a few years ago from Liberty? Was it Malik? Was it Malik uh, who was the quarterback? That, oh, from Atlanta. Willis, Malik Willis. Willis. Everybody's been because he could throw it 80 yards in the air. Correct. Well, there's not many times you're throwing the ball 80 yards in the air in the NFL. But if you want to, if you want arm strength, Caleb Williams has a howitzer. Jaden Daniels has a howitzer. Can throw on the move. He's throwing. You've seen those throws in LSU. He can throw it 50 yards on the run. So those guys have got that. If, if that is part of what you're looking for in your repertoire, and you, you have receivers can go get that ball. Correct. Too. Correct. And you don't have to. Let's be honest. When your receivers are good, you don't have to be as accurate. But he's got really good accuracy. And they are saying, like, you know, plays on time. You're going to hear this a lot. And what they simply mean is when the play is supposed to happen, he is making the play happen. For example, it's a 10, 15-yard out. He's not waiting, okay, for the receiver right. to make his cut. He's thrown to a spot and making sure the guy is going to be thrown to, to, uh, to be thrown open. He does all of that stuff. I'm not as down, and I said this to you, I'm not as down on Drake May as some people are right. simply because – he doesn't. You don't feel like he did enough at North Carolina for you to feel comfortable. Well, it's like I said. I mean, the same argument. If you really, I really like Jaden Daniels, but his team really didn't do anything last year. But it was some of that is way beyond his control. That defense was abysmal. That's right. You know. And then I look at Maine. I don't know. Some people felt. I thought there was. I guess if you really follow Carolina, they did graduate some guys. Some guys left. So maybe you. The year before was the year they're supposed to really make some noise. But yeah, I, I just. And as I said to start the segment. I'm guilty. I just look at, yeah, Trubisky, whatever. And it's completely, as Wes Durham told us the other day, different coaching staff, different system, different animal altogether. But just like I should never lump in Ohio State quarterbacks. I, I didn't really, I wasn't con convinced C.J. Stroud was going to be something special. And look what he's done. His amazing rookie year. All right, 12 games. I'm looking at the numbers. 63% completion rate. He threw for 3,600 yards, 24 touchdowns, 9 interceptions. That's his 2023 stats, Mike, in college.
149 rating. He threw the ball how many times? 425 times in college this season, mm-hmm. completed 269 of them. So, again, that's Drake May. And, by the way, if you're going, what does he do bad? Well, the rumor is, and I didn't, I'm not broken down the tape enough to right. know this, but sometimes he makes situations worse, Mike. I think all of these quarterbacks at times try to play hero ball, okay? That right. includes Caleb Williams. Caleb Williams does this. He got in a lot of trouble this year with USC. You're right. Trying to play hero ball. So it's just a part of you got to get that out of their head. If it's not there, throw it away. But you're in college. You're better than everybody else. I can make the throw, and then you make a bad throw, or you run into a right. sack. He does that kind of stuff. And so Jaden Daniels also, as we said, he's got to learn when to when to hold him, when to fold him, right? Correct. Because you look at Jaden Daniels, he the old miss game, he gets demolished. You know, he's there the mistake game. There's a couple where he's got to realize just get out of bounds. I mentioned to you, Carl, the Florida State game this year's kickoff down in Orlando. There was a scene where Fisk and Jalen Burst met at the quarterback, <laughs> and he was never the same guy after that because he was trying to, to your point, trying to extend the play. Let's hear from Jaden Daniels on his visit with our Atlanta Falcons. Atlanta. Uh, what they're doing over there, you know, uh, Raheem and all those guys, um, you know, getting a, a new regime in there and, and be able uh, to go out there. You know, I love I love Atlanta. You know, Atlanta's a great city. Um, obviously, um, going out there and they have some great weapons on the offensive side of the ball and they're on the they're on the up and up. Right. So he is also six four, Mike. Yep. Thinner. Give about two, two, they say they lose him as 210. Correct. Uh, T-Bob said he'd be surprised if he's over 200 pounds. So he's got to maybe put, but if you put some size on, you're going to give up some of that, you know, some speed laterally. But I think he'd maybe beef up a little bit. Absolutely. Um, and, and Mike said it. Listen, release speed, throws the short game, touch, right. accuracy, all the things you want in a quarterback. So, you know, again, this is going to basically come down to who you rate higher and who the Falcons have rated higher right. if we ultimately are going to draft a quarterback. And that may be. The, the, the end result here. Mike, we're going to know in two weeks whether we're drafting a quarterback or not, and our focus will change, guys. Understand this. If the Justin Fields thing happens mm-hmm. or Kirk Cousins thing happens right. or Russell Wilson thing, two weeks, okay? Tamp- legal tampering, league year starts. Then we can focus on what else we need to do with eight. But right. right now, it's all up for grabs, and that's why we're talking about it the way that we are because nothing is definitive right now. All of this stuff could happen. None of it could happen. The other thing that's really kind of cool this year in the draft, we talked about money. Maserati Marvin Harrison <laughs> Jr., not going to monkey around with the media, is guys who are in the family business. Uh, Brendan Rice, Jerry Rice's son. Uh, he's a guy that certainly a lot of folks are going to be looking at. Frank Gore's son, who ran for Southern Frank Gore Jr. He's also a dude that's out there. We just talked about I Harrison. I love Frank Gore, man. Yeah, man. And his kid. Now, I heard Andy, I had not seen Southern Miss this year, but I guess Andy saw him. I guess maybe it was against uh, Appalachian State or whoever. But, yeah, man, apparently he looks the part as well for the NFL. So that's interesting to see where these guys are going to go. All right. Want to hear from you guys. 404-726-0929. It's our Solomon Brothers Diamond text line. Follow Mike. He's Mike Bell, ATL. I'm at Put Him Up. See Dukes, the radio show. Dukes and Bell, 929. And follow the radio station at 929 The Game. Our buddy Rusty Menzel from On3 Sports and the Steakhouse is going to join us coming up at 4 o'clock. Yeah, man, there's rule changes coming up this year in college football. Yeah. And it's going to be more and more like the NFL. And the Tennessee Vols are prepared to make college football a lot more, Carl, like the NFL. Rusty's got some details for us coming up. All right, coming up next, though, yeah, man, no man's on the way. Big O has that covered. It's Dukes and Bell live in Kennesaw at Twin Peaks. Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Hanging out. Twin Peaks. Kennesaw location. 
Uh, guys coming in, man. The, the rain hopefully will not keep you away. As a matter of fact, I hope right. it brings you here, Mike, so you can enjoy some nice cold brew. Yeah, man, get off that eight-lane death strip that is I-75 and get out here, man. Have some fun. I got to tell you, the anger management techniques are really working. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I'm just I'm visualizing happy thoughts on the satellite. Part of it is in Carl's road trip with me a million times. I'll play like you know heavy metal, and my my guy, my counselor, he's told me when you're in traffic, put on the bridge, put on some more mellow music. Okay, so, you know some Nora Jones, Carl, as if you're at a Starbucks. <laughs> okay, maybe that's the wrong example, but yeah. So I'm able to process it, and not be a maniac, because I'm. Driving here to Twin Peaks. Well, it helps. No. Uh, and listen, I don't want to see you get violent with anybody <laughs> now, granted, on the road. You know, when you're sitting in, you know, dead stop traffic. I don't know if, like, Simon and Garfunkel, hello, darkness, my old friend, is actually helping you <laughs> and putting a, put a better mood. But come on down, man. We're live here at Twin Peaks. And get us off. Status truck and trailer repair, guys. Driven by excellence, building successful partnerships. They bring you the 3 o'clock hour. Big O is our engineer and producer today, as Turtle's going to follow us at 7 o'clock tonight here on the station. And uh, Big O, man, let's get to Yeah Man, No Man. It's time for Yeah Man, No Man. He's the former MVP of his high school football team. Not really. From New Jersey. The Cavs are here. And gives rapid fire questions. Here's the executive producer of the Dukes and Bell Show, Chris Thomas. Turtles out. Big O is in. And what do you got working for us today, Orn? Well, it's not the road that I'm worried about with Mike bringing out that anger with him. We're in that kind of silly season, NFL draft, all those crazy rumors. I'm worried about Mike these right. next like post-combine until, let's say, the third round of the NFL draft. What's going to happen then? How those moods are going to be kind of affected mm. and monitored going then? Because say like if the Falcons, oh, I don't know, draft a wide receiver at eight in the first round, <laughs> how much Noah Jones are you going to need that Thursday night? Mike? Yeah, man. i got to be honest. I will say this, and I, Carl always laughs because I do these mock drafts, and I haven't put any on Twitter because, Carl, just like anything else on social media – you know, you post a mock draft. First off, the website's valuations might be completely off. And then immediately some guy will go, yeah, that sucks. You know, go, thank you. Thanks. Yes. I shared the mock draft with you. I'm glad you enjoyed the selections. Yeah, appreciate you. you know, and so you get all that that goes down with it. But I, I am of the opinion, the one moneymaker the NFL is missing out on yeah. is a platform for their NFL using all the stuff you're getting from the combine and do their own mock drafts that you can participate in. Because nitwits like me would pay five bucks for that. Yeah. It's, one, it's one revenue stream they haven't milked yet. I agree. Because all of you guys do mock drafts. Some of these things, got one guy will have some dude ranked 100, another guy ranked top 10. So it makes it hard to find some kind of common ground for the fans. But that's me. But I'm a nerd like that. Back to you. <laughs> there you go, Mike. Speaking of the combine here, we got a couple of guys who are already stands out, standouts, not because of their play on the field, but some fun answers off of the field. Texas Tech defensive back Tyler Owens was doing his pre-draft interview. Everybody up there kind of standing asking him questions. And somehow, some way, the question about space came up. And they asked Tyler, hey, buddy, do you believe in space? And Tyler's response, I don't believe in space. I'm real religious, so I think we're alone right now. I don't think there's other planets and stuff like that. He continues, oh I used to believe in the heliocentric thing where we used to revolve around the sun and stuff. But then I started seeing flat earth stuff, and I was like, this is kind of interesting. They started bringing up valid points. So, I mean, I don't know. Could be valid real. points. Couldn't be. So, yeah. And then oh. it gets better. It gets better. Somehow, some way, somebody during the whole pre-draft questioning process brought up pigeons. Pigeons and birds. And we got a couple of great responses to that, too. Uh, Illinois tight end prospect Tip Ryman 
was asked about pigeons. Asked about pigeons, and he says, hey, have you ever seen a baby pigeon before? How do we know that power lines aren't pigeon recharging stations? <laughs> Caleb Williams is asked about that. Is this a stand-up routine, or is he really believes this stuff? He on? really believes this stuff. Caleb Williams and also, the potential number one pick, was asked about that, about pigeons. And his response was, it's government-related. Have you ever seen a baby pigeon before? So, yeah, there's some interesting thoughts out there about birds and planets from uh, several several NFL draft prospects out there in, uh, in Indy. Oh. The whole flat earth thing. It was Kyrie, right, a couple Kyrie. years ago? Yeah. Kyrie was Amongst the uh, – and then him and uh, yeah. oh, Aaron Rodgers followed up suit after that. Yeah, they're the, uh, yes. the leading authorities yeah. on flat earth. Well, listen, mm-hmm. and, and here's the deal. I mean, like, you don't have to be a scientist to, to understand that these things have been discovered and that um, they've been proven, Mike. But right. I just – like in 2024, I have a hard time with anybody who's like, yeah, this flat earth, flat earth theory, it's, it's real. I, I mean, was, part of me is like, do you just want additional attention? Or if you really do feel this way, I might have to rethink my, my situation as far as drafting you because yeah. that, that, that kooky kind of crazy thinking. Listen, I'm not telling you how to think when it comes to politics or anything in your personal life, right. but like proven facts about space – Okay, and and how the Earth is. Right. Are you if just the doing moon it for is attention? real, Carl? Why is it out I during the day? We've always had nitwits around. Now through social media, you can have a fellow nitwit with some nonsense on a website or on social media, and go, "Yeah, he gets it too." <laughs> and you're both idiots. Okay, <laughs> and the world is full of idiots. We're at all time low. Technology, it which is. no one expected, when Steve Jobs gave us this stupid phone, was going to make us dumber. It has. So look, as long as a guy can get the quarterback on the ground or catch a football, I don't care what stupid nonsense he believes. As long as he can show up for practice on time, can read a map and well, get the Earth to is th- flat, Mike. Time is just uh, it's it's not real. Get to I'm the get to us, Mike. It's flat Earth. If, 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 well, if technically, I mean, if Atlanta's work, off the map, you might fall off I, there, buddy. When I used to work in D.C., the famous line, and I used to tell the story all the time, Dexter Manley, there was a female reporter yeah, in, and he, he was yes. trying to look like he was well-read. <laughs> he's reading the uh, the Wall Street Journal upside down. Yeah, because he had he could read. <laughs> was that John Riggins? So, no. so, you know, but he was a hell of a player. You know, so I don't care. Just get the job done and just, you know, you can go and put on your tinfoil hat with your boys. But I, but I do, Big O, I, I do enjoy these theories. I do hear, love hearing from these players and these theories about, you know, the government's involved with pigeons and whatnot. I don't get great, the whole right? bird thing. Like, there's this, just this huge group of people that are like, you don't see so baby pigeons. pigeons actually, so they're they government Microchips created, in huh? them and yeah. the, robot, the robot pigeons. Yeah. What the yeah. hell, man? They're birds. So we don't see a baby bird. It's probably in a nest somewhere being taken care of. Your 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 inability to see a baby bird does not mean baby right. birds don't, they don't exist. exist. Exactly. Yeah, by the way, you've ever seen a bald eagle, a baby bald eagle? Correct. I mean, without a video camera in the nest, you're yeah. probably never going to I see lived, one. I lived in Midtown all those years. We had those giant red-tailed hawks that yeah. were flying around. I never saw a baby hawk. Just saw the ones with the wingspan. Looks like a well, damn pterodactyl. Those were government-created, Mike, because you never saw a baby hawk before. <laughs> yes. Just walking right. around with, with, with sensors and eavesdropping technology, mm. just listening to all of our conversations. Yes. Drives me crazy, man. All right. Continuing mm. on. Uh, social media last night, guys, got probably the biggest get it's ever gotten before. Charles Barkley has joined a social media thing. Has he really? Give it up. Are you on Instagram, sir? Chuck is on Instagram, everybody. Are you officially on Instagram? I'm trying out social media. Oh, Oh, ladies and gentlemen. Whoa, 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 whoa. 
What is your handle? Oh, you said you were never going. I've, I've been here 12 years, and 11.9 of those years, you're saying I'm never going on social media. I'm so saying, why change? Because, wait, why the camera, change? what camera well? Because Instagram is for fools, and not social media is for dumbass, <laughs> and people living in their basement. In their drawers. And now you're on it. <laughs> It's, it's for business purposes. What is, what, what's the name of your Yeah, what's your <laughs> handle, the name that you go by? Charles W. Barkley. W. So at Charles W. Barkley. Yes. So you're going to be sliding in people's DMs? I don't even know what that means. <laughs> <laughs> you're going to be sliding in people's DMs. So what's the W for? I, uh, wait, wait, fool. Okay, got uh, wait, I, you got to teach me how to slide. No, we ain't teaching you how to slide. No you deal. learing how to slide in the DMs you would be the worst possible. That is no. the worst possible thing you could ever do hey, in your no. position. So, yeah, Instagram got a big get last night. That's so proper, too. Charles W. At Charles W. Barkley is one of the newest members of the Instagram platform. Congrats to Charles W. Barkley. It's great, man. Remember when Tom Brady went on Insta? Like, when he when he went on uh, social media and it was like, boom, like 7 million followers he immediately. Um, Charles, and, and he's I know him well. He, he has never been enamored with social media. He has always said it can get you in trouble. There's no reason for me to be on there. I think he's telling the truth about business purposes. I don't know what he's got going on, but, Mike, I mean, he has not been on there forever. And for him to go on at this point, I'm surprised. I'm just as surprised as Shaq and Kenny about it. I'll be honest with you. Monetizing his brand. Yeah, man. I mean, you know, he's got a variety of things he's involved in, but wow. All right. So here's my next question, though. Being on there and being active are two different things. There's a bunch of people on social media. There are people who are not active on it, meaning right. are you going to get actual posts like, he's a dumbass, or from Charles on right. Instagram? Are you going to get that? Or is he just going to be a voyeur? <laughs> and there are a lot of those. <laughs> there are a lot of those. So right now, Charles, uh, he has 137,000 followers. He has 137 followers. Uh, he's following okay. 18 people, seven posts. Looks like he's promoting some vodka. There's one of him yes. and Dana White. Uh, looks like there's one of him when he did the uh, the match a couple days ago in uh, West Palm Beach, him and DJ Khaled. And then okay. uh, there's the post from last night when he revealed that he is on social media. So I guess Charles got on and tried to keep it secret, too. And then last night they kind of broke the news. Like, you can't be Charles Barkley and be on social media and have that not be a lead story in some kind of way. Tell y'all, I mean, again, I love Charles. These are his people. <laughs> I'm not going to spend time on social media doing that. Uh, There are people probably posting, but I I love the fact that he's out there. You know, again, we want to see our celebrities and the guys and what they're doing. So it's all good, man. I'm happy for him. Do you think he actually is going to be one of those ones that, I don't know if inadvertently, but sometimes when you don't know how to use social media, you might see a post, something like that. Like, oh, you know, so-and-so, that's an attractive young lady right there. Do you think Charles slides in somebody's DMs, like, accidentally or whatever on purpose? Like, he actually does that at some point? And if so, who's the first DM he slides into? Yes. Yeah, I mean, the temptation will be there. I mean, why not? He probably probably will, man. Right. And Charles has said he's never getting married again. So, I mean, you got to be careful. They also got to watch out for catfish. Correct. The woman's not even a woman. Well, that's the thing. He's always said to me, like, I'm like, Charles, you should be on social media. He's like, you only get in trouble. And right. there's there's a point to that. I mean, again, you got a lot of people out to get you when you are as big a celebrity as he right. is. All right, guys, that's all I got here. I'm going to hit some music so we can get up on out of here, yes. Yeah, but unlike some of those guys who try to shoot their shot at favorite celebs, Charles can shoot a shot and get it. I agree. No, I, I totally His agree. His brand is that, that strong. I, t- I don't disagree. The guy's charismatic. People love him, man. They, lo- they love Charles Barkley. We love him. Hey, man, great stuff, Big O. Coming up, guys, we're going to talk to our buddy Rusty Manziel on three sports. Mike, you said some changes in college football yeah, are man. coming. Tennessee is at the vanguard now of uh, putting the NCAA to bed forever. 
And uh, they've also got an interesting way of looking at how they're going to deal with their student-athletes, at least when it comes to football, and some rule changes, Carl, in college. We're getting all that, plus the SEC and the Big Ten. Are they just going to dominate this new playoff? Rusty's got the answers. Coming up. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See t-mobile.com. 